and welcome back to the With Mates podcast. It's been a while. Where have we been in December? We've been out fucking enjoying Christmas. Well, not enjoying Christmas. We've been suffering through Christmas. Christmas was good. Panto was great. But it's been busy. But we are back in 2024 with more With Mates podcast. And what's the best way to start 2024, I hear you ask? Of course, to look back at 2023. This podcast, we are looking back at our top 10 movies of the year. We will also be doing some nice little bit of chit chat. We'll just say how we felt about movies in the year, how we felt about TV in the year, how we felt about gaming in the year. We're going to cover it all, but then by the end of the podcast, we will get to our top 10 movies of the year. So we're going to cover it all. It's a big old review of 2023 from the entertainment, from the watching, playing, all that kind of stuff. And joining me on this escapade, he is the Iceman, baby Boone, Joseph Boone. All right, Andrew, feeling chill and feeling brill over here as the Iceman. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate, I'm good. And he is our fearless leader. He is the Emperor to our Vader. It's the one, it's the only Craig Andrew Mooney. Hello, everybody, hello. Happy New Year, trips. Happy New Happy Year. Year. When does it become socially unacceptable to say it? Um, no. No, really? No. I, I I would say like tail end of January is like that's, off, your, that, that's your stretch off. point. Dude, you've went two ends of the spectrum there, Craig's like, ah, don't even look at me after the first, whereas I'm going, nah, it's only the fourth. Like, I, I come Give from a, a big family. I come from a big family that we don't really see each other a fair bit, so it's like... I, so I what, don't if you know, don't see maybe... them, in, if you've seen them in June, you'd be like, oh, happy new year, like, what? No, no, like, if it's part, if it's into February, that's like birthday territories for people, so like, no, I, things take... But I'm for the northeast. things work differently up there. <laughs> like, we, we, we're born in oil, we'll die in oil. I like, feel that... like that is like a lovely we fucking gun in the holster for any kind of excuse. I'm for the north. That's why we do what we do. Uh, did we have a lovely festive period, lads? You know what? Once, once we escaped the retail job, yeah, it nice. was great. It nice. was good. But before that, awful. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Craig? Yeah, not bad. It's my, it's my only time of the year where we could take some time just to chill out a wee bit. Yes. Um, which I know you guys can't empathise with, so I apologise for bringing it up. Right. Um, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it's my only time where I just yeah take a minute, reflect. It's been a, it's been one hell of a year. I've really enjoyed twenty twenty three for many reasons. Um, and it's yeah, it's been fantastic. So looking forward to this new year. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, as Craig kind of alluded to, very busy Christmas time for me. Didn't really get much Christmas time to be honest. First year I've actually done all my shopping before December. I got all my Christmas shopping done in November. I was very prepared. But I was in Pantoland, got got to make my Dame debut, mastered the art of high heels and realised the satisfaction of taking my bra off at the end of the day because fuck me is that satisfying, lads. Taking a bra off at the end of the day might be some of the best feeling I've ever had. But yeah. Did you get someone to like scratch where the bra line was? It wasn't itchy, it was utter sweat, mate. Like mm. I am not joking, <laughs> I feel bad for whoever has to clean that bra because my fuck was it whiffy. And it was like so bad, like I'm not like, you know that way where you're walking and you can smell something you go, that's definitely me. Like I am making this. <laughs> I, I remember doing smell. a. Sh- I remember doing a show once where um it was like a, a fair like run of it, and we had this really broad Dundonian woman as our costume, uh, lassie, and right. someone handed her a shirt, and she went, "Oh, I'm no washing that. 
I'm throwing that in a bin. That'll walk a waff in me. And I was like, oh dear. And to be fair, you could see the cartoon whiff lines coming off of it as it was handed over. So fair. I can empathise. Yeah, it was. It was terribly stinking, but it was so much fun. Uh, and I hope I get to do it again next year because it was fucking brilliant. But enough about us, enough about the festivities. We are here to talk about all things movies, all things TV shows, and all things gaming. Uh, what have we thought of, just a general question, standard of movies, standard of TV, standard of gaming. Did you, Is 2023 a good year, do you think? Did we get some some world beaters? Was it average? Like, What was your feeling? Obviously, we made our top 10 list. Was it difficult? Was it easy? Like, what, what are we thinking? I mean, I think, I think, I mean, I, I'm not much of a gamer, but you know, I only have one game to talk about. In fact, and, <laughs> and I think when, when we do talk about that, I think all three of us will be very enthusiastic about it. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, I think we are still living through that golden age of TV. We, we really, really are. I mean, it's getting better and better every year. Some absolute bangers have come out this year. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking about TV in particular. I think because that's really my medium. You know, yeah. that, that, that's that, that's what I like the most. I think uh, out of all things. Um, and yeah, film-wise, I mean, I, I was actually looking through our list for our upcoming uh, movie draft uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I've seen fuck all of those. I couldn't believe it when, it when when I read. I was like, I actually have. I'm not even bothered to watch any of these. I've, I've seen I've seen none of my films uh, that I picked. But anyway, but I, I've still managed to get a top ten, and I, there's a nice. few honourable mentions in there as well. So yeah, it's been a good year for film. I would say. Nice. I would agree. I think. I think. Looking through my... Because I, I like to keep my cinema tickets for the end of the year just to kind of be like, oh, how many have I seen? Um, movies, I think, has been a fairly, like, really good standard. There's been a lot of, like, mix of stuff. Um, some wee hidden gems that I didn't expect to like as much as I did. Um, there's been some stinkers in there as well. TV-wise, I feel like... TV TV superheroes are holding the fort down because fucking movie superheroes ain't, ain't doing too good. But the, the, the TV standard of superhero shows this year especially has been fantastic um a lot of nice adaptations coming from stuff so yeah i think i think tv i would maybe say is had a slightly stronger 2023 than um than movies and gaming wise i'd be interested to to see what you say like boon just because like to me looking at the game awards this year i did, there wasn't many that i'd actually played like, obviously, mm. Baldur's Gate was big, Alan Wake was big. Like, I hadn't played those games. And for me, I didn't think it was as strong. I, d- I didn't feel as if PlayStation especially had, like, one game. That was it, really. Like, one first party, this is a PlayStation game, you can only play it on PlayStation. They only had the one. Whereas mm. we've had years where you've had, like, Last of Us, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, there's there was a load of kind of games and stuff like that. How do you feel about the, the, the year overall? I think, like, overall, the, the games have been very strong this year. Uh, I mean, you've got, like, the the big hitters, like, Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3, just tremendous games. Mm. Uh, you also have, like, other big ones, like, you know, like, the you, you had your mainline FIFA and your mainline COD came out as well, and yeah. they did very well in their respective spheres. Not my cup of tea, but, like... Hey, I mean, if anyone wants a free FIFA code, I've got it. Um, nice. Give me a shout. Uh, but like, and like other games as well. Uh, ones that I didn't play, things like uh, Hogwarts Legacy did very, very well yeah. and got very good reviews and responses. That, despite... was, that, was that this year? 
Yeah. That was that this year? Was this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I man. Played two games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> despite despite the the shit that went on with the everyone is like certain people associated with that. Yeah. Um like yeah, uh, yeah. and there's some there's been beautiful indie games as well like uh, Dredge which is this wonderful fishing game that mm. uh, uh who, someone you've had on the podcast before Purple Coffins Lara uh, she's been Perfect. streaming that on her Twitch um Ooh. where it's like you play a little fisherman and you go out and you fish things and then you start fishing up things that are a little bit more freaky like it's some really really good games came out this year yeah i don't know i just feel as if it's like i i think if you look more at the indie stuff you would see like a lot more whereas like to me like mainline stuff mm. yeah like for me like, hogwarts legacy i, I platinumed it but i was like this game's on it there was only so many times i could hear them fucking oh my goodness it must be so exciting to be a fifth year in hogsworth oh, shut up man and then the worst one was what is it it's like always feels at home when you get to hogsmeade you're like shut up but yeah i enjoyed it <laughs> i platinumed it um also obviously my game of the year goes without saying let's just get into gaming my game of the year spider-man 2 fucking what a game mm-hmm. oh my really, with that story hmm? with that story you don't like it oh it's kind of boring man he's lying he's lying don't do this to me no like from uh, I've, I've uh it felt like it was ha- baked half the time than the first one was for me the first one is perfection the, the, fir- that, that, the first that, one am i supposed to believe the relationship between peter parker mj and harry am i supposed to believe that relationship that that's a strong friendship mm, not really oh he's going to pull on us and Ooh. and quite and like Come down to game design as well. Like the, the, what's the point in having a, a a health bar if like you know you just beat them three times? Like it's, but it, it it or like I I can't remember what my argument. It was I didn't play all of it because I was like fuck it, it's not good. Um, oh, you're wrong. You're so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel enough. Like, I, I, I just something. It's not bad. It's not. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nah, wasn't for me, man. Wasn't for me. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. It's not interesting. I, 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 I really, I really liked it. I mean, I, as as I say, I, I, really enjoyed the first. I mean, I, so for the listeners, my my background gaming is very, very slim. Um, I, I used to game when I was younger. Totally stopped completely. Um, when I like, I think when I maybe from went to uni onwards. I think so. About eighteen onwards, I kind of just stopped. Mm. Um, recently got a PS Five. Um, when I was told to by Andrew and Joseph, essentially. Um. <laughs> And yeah, and I, and I played the first Spider-Man game, um, and I absolutely loved it because I used to play those games when I was younger, the, the, the PS2 ones, the original ones. Mm. Um, loved those ones. So thoroughly enjoyed Spider-Man One. Uh, and this year I've played Hogwarts Legacy. Really enjoyed that. Massive Harry Potter fan, uh, despite recent controversies uh, and how awful that person is. But never mind. We'll go into <laughs> we won't go into that. But yeah, I enjoyed Hogwarts Legacy, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed Spider-Man Two. I agree with Andrew. This is my game of the year, but I don't have any to choose from, so, <laughs> so I can't really I can't really say. But yeah, I I, th- I really enjoyed the story, and I personally think what I've what I've loved about it the most. I I think what they did with Venom it yeah. was inspired. It's not been done before, and I think it's a logical. Lo- I don't, and I'm surprised. I'm so shocked it's not been done before. Yeah. Because it's so logical mm. that that that's who should be Venom. Yeah. Like that, that's who should, that. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to spoil it, but yeah, that's who well, should I've, be Venom. I've I've seen what happens in the game, and it's just it, uh, it. I like that twist, but I don't. 
I just don't believe a lot of it. I think it's be, be, be coming off of the first one. Yeah. It was so strong. I think just the mm. second one was just a real letdown for me. I think I think the thing that the the, the the thing that I can maybe sympathise with you. I don't I don't agree with you, but the thing I'll maybe get I'll, I'll maybe get like kind of put out an olive branch is that you can't really change that game up really in terms of gameplay like you can't it's it's very much you're swinging through new york obviously they expanded the map a wee bit more they tidied mm-hmm. up some of the side missions i think there's two or three side missions that are just gorgeous like really really nice way of telling stories there's one about a homeless man there's one about a wee old man that gets lost and it's some of the more oh. um intimate moments of the game like obviously you've got the big grandioso yeah. parts with like venom and and and, and uh, craven the hunter and stuff like that but there's lovely wee like what is it like that friendly neighborhood spider-man kind of mm. side yeah, to yeah, it yeah. where you get it's to see really, really lovely oh. well-written um side missions that that that, that you don't necessarily do something like out of the box gameplay wise but just in terms of like oh that was a nice wee story like there was two specific the homeless guy and the the um the the wee old man that gets lost is it's just lovely mm-hmm. it's really really I, nice. I, I, yeah i think i did the, i think i did i think i've done the um, I've not obviously completed the whole. I'm not done 100 percent yet. Yeah. But I've I've done the main story. I also have done the second. I don't know what you'd call that. It, it, like the the biggest side quest, which is like the fire. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've done Very that. I've cool. completed that part. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Very as well. cool. Um, but yeah, like to me, it's I'm still excited for Spider-Man three. If and when, more oh, yeah. than likely when we get it. Um, I thought I thought the story was so fun. There are clips of me, like I streamed the entire game on the Withmates podcast YouTube channel, so if you want to see me playing it, head on over there if you don't want to play it yourself. But, like, there was a lot of stuff I fucking loved about that, and I just love being Spider-Man. Like, it makes, like, the, the thing for me is, like, it's the same with the Arkham games with Batman. I feel like I'm mm. Batman. With these Spider-Man like, games, I feel like I'm Spider-Man. Like, don't get me wrong, if, I, think, I think if I go back and play it, I will, I will have a better time. There was just, it was at the bottom of a list of great games last year for yeah. me. Um, that's not and... saying that it's bad though if you said that i wouldn't have fucking i, I wouldn't have been I just, appalled just, it's just it feels like a letdown i don't know i will i will stop i won't be as negative about anything else i hope if you're going to play it if you're going to play it do the mysterious stuff first because mm-hmm. there is a so in this game you get to you, you unlock suits he the the the, the mysterious suit that you unlock is the best but you have to buy a color variant um okay it is I will do that. The best suit in the game because it looks like something else from something completely different, and I was just like, oh, I wish I had this for the start. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, another game I'm going to give a shout out to was Jedi Survivor. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very much more of the same, but the same stuff. It's so much fun to have a lightsaber, the traversal stuff. There is one point in that game where I lost my ship because it done something so different. Um, which there was a bit I lost like Mira, lost Mira is it Mira? Yes, the the bounty hunter. No, or no, your 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 witch friend. Oh yes, yes, uh huh, yeah. I, I won't I, say I, any I much more than that. But like when that moment happened, I was like, what? Because it was something completely different that I'd never seen in Star Wars, and it made mm. sense, and it was just fun to play and stuff like that. And I, I love I love how they expanded the the lightsaber customization 
to yeah. be like single blade, double blades, your big Kylo Ren saber, and mm. then saber and blaster. It it just makes sense. That's your logical progression. And I think they they shored up a lot of the stuff that was a little bit uh, buggy. And also shout out to Rick the door technician. Yeah, that's Best like boss great. in the entire game. Did you see that, Craig? No. No. So, so like no. essentially what happens is you're like in an imperial base you're getting fucked up left right and center and you're waiting for your next save point and by this point wait, you wait, wait, wait. health see before he's just he's undersold that the part before this is just fucking mm-hmm. bad guy bad guy bad guy bad guy bad guy bad guy you are there for a solid five six seven eight minutes just like wave after wave of these like stormtroopers and fucking like shadows, like guitars, every, every, like everything that they could throw at you, and then like was you go up, and like you're, you're running, you get up to the top of an elevator, and like yeah. you're running, you're, like, you're fucked, and then you, there's this one solo dude at the end. He's like, "Hey, you're not gonna get away, it's Jedi." The hell and bar as well. Yeah, like boss bar comes up, and, and you're just like, like "Oh, fuck!" Like, oh. And then you just cut him down in one hit, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, oh, okay. such a funny <laughs> thing, so, so fun." Uh, that sadly got spoiled for me as well. Like I'd seen that uh, prior to me playing it, so I was gutted. But it's still so See, good like, to get through. I, I'd seen it, but I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna watch the video because I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a really cool boss." And mm. I was like, I got to that point, I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I saw a, vid- a TikTok video or something like that, or some kind of video uh, short thing of a guy seeing Rick the door technician. As I'm like, there was a way yeah. of like, yeah, like pushing him across to the other side. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, I think you, I yeah. you can save yeah. it. That's cool. Like yeah. I, um, the the, the list of games this year, man, were really really good for me. Like I I won't I'll be brief on them, but you've got cool. like Baldur's Gate three as a massive D and D fan, it, it hit every single box. Um, the amount of hours I've got logged on that is ridiculous, and you, it is apparently you can fuck a bear in that game. Yes, yes, you can fuck a bear. It's a man that that turns into a bear. But you can but fuck you can, you can fuck the bear. Nice. Uh, you can you can also fuck a squid. Um, you you can get your eye gouged out and have a magical eye put in. Uh, you are able to um, poke a god until they go. You know what? Fuck it. You're dead. And then you just die, and the game ends. Um, it's it's got every. It's like it it makes every single other game that's like very well voice acted kind of feel like your first foray into. Mm acting and you go oh that wasn't quite good that line it's it's like it's a masterpiece with um just a vocal performance um then you've got like other less big games like lies of p where you play pinocchio and couldn't get into it couldn't get into it such a good game (laughs) oh couldn't get into it tried so hard it was on xbox game pass i was like i'm gonna try this my god man nope i mean it that sort of game isn't for everyone i um Apparently, a masochist, and I hate games. Looked gorgeous. Looked oh, thoroughly gorgeous, gorgeous but like I couldn't get any of it. Um, so Craig, essentially, it's like you're Pinocchio, and you're trying to find Geppetto. We're sword, and you start fucking things up. And then you've got other lovely indie game titles like Blasphemous Two, where you are a little man, and you're tasked with killing God. So yeah, story of my okay. life. Um, but yeah, like a good, a good kind of hangway for gaming. Um. But yeah, I feel as if there have been stronger years is all I would say. I'm looking forward to, like, there was a lot of uh, DLC downloadable content for, for games. I'm looking forward to trying The Last of Us, which is technically out in 2024. But God of War had one that not only was it, oh. I've not tra- I've not played it yet. I've got it coming very, very, it's coming, I got it sent out to me uh, today. 
Um, but apparently that kind of furthers the story as well as just mm-hmm. being what it is. So I'm looking forward to playing that because if, if you've not if you've not played those games, Craig, oh, masterpiece games, fucking amazing. Just play them on the easy just to get the story. Um, let's move on to TV then. Like, what are some of the what are some of the highlights in TV for you guys uh, this year? Because there's there's been a lot. Well, I mean, like you've got Last of Us, you've got yeah. Invincible, yeah. you've got Star Wars Vision season two, yeah. you've got Castlevania Nocturne, yeah. uh, you've got Loki season two, kind yeah. of the end of it, uh, and also The Bear season two. Yeah, holy what shit! If, what if? Like fucking phenomenal. What if, what if was great. I still haven't finished What If, but so far the first three episodes have been a bit mid. Persevere. I, yeah, I will. It's very, it's very, very good. Um, like r- amazing TV. I mean, the the Bear season two is arguably one of the best series of television I've seen. I still need to watch that. I'll probably need to binge that in the next week or so. It's the thing about it. I keep being told to watch it. I started watching it. I think I watched the first ten minutes. I know. I know. I need to persevere with it. But yeah. for me, I was thinking, is this my thing? So is it my thing? It, it, it will be, Craig. It yeah. will yeah. be. If, yeah. if so, there. Um, I think it's episode five of the first season. Mm. the The entire episode is two shots. Oh, I love stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's there's there's one shot that lasts about eleven minutes, then the other shot lasts nineteen, and mate, it is one of the best episodes of television I have ever seen. The one thing right. I would say about the bear is when I watched the first season, I was very much the same. I think I watched the first five. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not in the mood to watch this. But see, after I got through the first episode, I binged all six. Like I stayed mm-hmm. up till like okay. two in the morning. and I just watched yeah. all six. Okay. Um, speaking of one of the greatest uh, episodes of television, I'm going to need to talk about The Last of Us because oh my days, oh, oh, that, oh the episode my the, the, days. The, I forgot was, that was this year. Yeah, if there was ever a fear of something not being as good as what the predecessor was, this was it for me. I was like, please let this be good. And when it was on HBO, I was like, oh, you've kind of stemmed my worries. And then they cast Pedro Pascal, and I was like, oh, even better. And then I've watched it, and oh my... Like, we have done a breakdown of it episode by episode, so go back and check that out on the podcast. If you've you've not yet watched it, definitely check it out on the podcast because we gush about it. But that episode three um, was... What one of the best hours of television I've ever watched, and it's like it, it it was so well adapted, but then changed. Like for The Last of Us to be such a beloved game, for them to change it so I wouldn't say drastically, but like what happens in the TV show doesn't happen in the game, but how they change it in the TV show just goes. You just go yes, like a hundred percent. Give that's what should have happened, and I loved it. It was just beautiful, fucking lovely. Absolutely have loved you, it. Have you seen it, Craig? What do you mean, have I seen it? Did, did you watch The Last of Us? Yeah, I came on the finale. He's on the oh, so you oh, did, man. He so done, his, he done his Craig Andrew anything where he's like, ah, I'll okay. come on the last episode. Oh, man, <laughs> my memory's going, man. It's but, cool, great, mate. See you then. Big time, you? Oh, yeah. I, loved, I loved that show. And then, you know, conversely, you had Mandalorian Season 3 that, that same yeah. sort of month. And yeah. That, that was, mm. Yeah, that was sad. Mm. Um... Gen V, anyone? Yeah, yeah. Started so. it. Started it. Oh, all you know, that. Oh. Oh, the, what? What? what, 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 what a, yeah, but yeah. What a way to open a show. 
Indeed. Is all I is all I will say. Yeah. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Indeed. I mean, I've got a few down here as well. So obviously, ah Ahsoka. I think I think yeah. good. Loki season two, Invincible so far has been cracking stuff. I'm going to throw in Doctor Who, the uh, 60th anniversary specials. Mm -hmm. I'm, ho I'm hoping we three can do a pod on that at some point. Yes, uh, I still need to watch the Christmas special, but yeah. yes, we will do. We'll oh, I'm, I've got, do I've got thoughts on that. Um, what, what, what if? Yeah, cool. Gen V, yeah, I've got that down. Last of Us, got that down. Um, the two I want to talk about, though, that have not been mentioned yet, because mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm going to rub my hands. The TV is just, as I say, I, I just gush about TV. But yeah, my two highlights of this year. I'm, I'm not counting my um, gem of the year, which I hope we talk about at some point, but our, our you know, our highlight gem of the year uh, is going to be a TV show for me, so I'm going to save that for later, but two shows, Bodies on Netflix, I thought was fucking brilliant. If okay. you've not seen that, it's great. It, it, it's, it's the most original piece of, what would you call it? I think probably a murder mystery, but there's a bit of time travel involved. And it's it's fantastic. So it, essentially, the premise for those who have not seen it, bodies essentially a body is found in an alleyway in London, in eighteen hundreds, the nineteen forties, um, present day, and then fifty years in the future. It's the same body, same dead body, and four different detectives investigate the murder. Hmm. And it's about that's about how it all. Stephen Graham's in it. He's fantastic. Um, it's it, it was. <clears throat> Sorry, it is probably one of the best things I watched this year. It was a fantastic oh, okay, show, ba okay. ba based on a graphic novel as well, um, and it was a very, very good show. Uh, the other thing, if you're not watching it, it's on season three now. Slow Horses on Apple TV. It is genuinely one of the best TV shows I think on TV at this point in time. It's on season three now. Gary Oldman's in it. He's the lead. He's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that advertised. Yeah, You've got Jack Loudon, our boy from the Borders, uh, who's doing a cracking job now. He's a great actor as well. It's got a fantastic cast. It subverts the spy genre completely. It is so well written. It is genuinely, I think, my favourite thing on TV at this point in time. Um, it's it's a great show, and it's, it's on season three right now, so you've got loads of episodes to catch up on. Season four comes out this year as well, I think. So, yeah, that's my top recommendation, I think, for anybody right now is what, go and watch Slow Horses. It's fantastic. Mm. As like a last TV show recommendation, if anyone wants just some easy watching, watch uh, Gone Fishing with Paul Whitehouse and Bob Mortimer. It's brilliant. It's just <laughs> it's just two old men fishing. It's great. Um, the one thing I'm going to bring up because I'm not normally this kind of person that watches reality TV, um, oh god, or documentaries, <laughs> but there's 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 a few that that have actually piqued my interest. So. The documentaries I'm going to start with first. The David Beckham doc. If you are a yeah, if you are a football fan, if you're a Man United fan, especially, fucking fantastic. Um, also, I realise this isn't to do with um, reality TV or documentaries and stuff, but I forgot to mention it. Barry season four, fantastic. Loved oh yeah, yeah, thought it was fucking yeah. great. Um, Amazing. Reality TV though, like so again, you had um, stuff like Ted Lasso as well, but you also had the Wrexham documentary uh, that I know a lot of mm -hmm. people watched on Disney. Um, the one for me that kind of came out of nowhere, and it was it was mainly because people in my cast were talking about it. Uh, Squid Game: The Challenge, mate, that sucked me in. I had so much fun <laughs> watching that fucking show. I was screaming at my telly with how these people were like behaving and deciding to do what they did. And the other one that took uh, me by storm that I watched with my girlfriend every Wednesday was uh, the Great Br the Great British Bake Off. 
I fucking love that shit. That is so wholesome. And I watched it, and when the winner got announced and it was the guy I wanted to win, I cheered like Man United had won the FA Cup. Like, I was so happy. <laughs> it is so fucking good. If you don't watch Great British Bake Off, get on it. It's it fantastic. Was it was brilliant this Fantastic. Um, and my guy won. I was so pleased. I won't say who it is, just in case people are fucking behind or whatever. But yeah, like to me, the, the, the big things for me with, with um, TV just now, I kind of touched on it. Is 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 this the whole superhero of it all? Invincible is fucking great. We've done breakdowns of that. Uh, Gen V broke broke that down. Definitely check that podcast out as well. But the bigger ones, like for me, just because I feel as if that Marvel has been getting a really hard time of it all, is Loki season two and what if I'm going? They are showing that there's still fucking potential there that we can get back on track and we can make the right decisions, and we can make really good stuff. I feel as if I've not done anything for what if I'm maybe doing a podcast with, with Rich about it um, when he catches up. What if season two really shows you what you can do with the multiverse? Like, it was so... Oh, yeah. Like And again, like, Craig, you've always been an advocate of animation is the way to go with these because you can do so much more, and you can... And this, that, and the mm-hmm. other thing. But the, especially the final episode where you see so many different variants and stuff and i'm like that's what i want to see i don't want to see oh it's 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 robert downey jr but his beard's blonde like that's not a very like give me fucking like give me a hulk monster give me like like they they did so many clever things in that what if and i'll get into it more if we do decide to do uh, a podcast and break down each of the episodes but yeah i think tv has been very very strong this year but let us know in the comment section if we've missed out any tv recommendations that you guys have watched pop them in the comments let us know get in touch on twitter facebook instagram threads whatever it is that you follow us make sure to let us know about any games or any tv shows but we've now got to that point lads it's movie time baby we are going to talk all things top 10 movies so the way this is going to work we're going to do our top 10 films uh we are going to zoom through 10 through 6, we won't really go in depth, we can just give a quick, oh, that was good, I like that, blah, 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 and then we will get to our top 5 and we will break down our top 5 into more depth, there's probably a good chance that some of my bottom of my top 10 might be in the top of other people, so we might get a chance to talk all things about all of them, but we will wait and see, and I think while we're doing this, I might try and do a wee top 10 with mates podcast amalgamation list, I'll do a wee point Mm. system and get up what we all chose. So yeah, we'll see. Okay. Right, Sounds who good. wants to start us off? Uh, are we oh. doing? We're doing ten to six first, and then ten to six, and then we will do five, 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 four, 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 three, 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 two, 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 one, two. one, one, one. Cool. I will rattle through my ten to six. I'll I'll add my eleventh one in there as well. Just yes, if you've got a wee honourable mention that, that just missed out, um, feel free to add that in. Okay, uh, so in at eleven because I needed a point lower than ten. Uh, we've got Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp: Quantumania, um, because that was horse shit. Um, wait, 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 wait. That's eleventh. Yeah, how many films have you seen this year? Eleven. Uh, <laughs> Twelve? What was worse than that? Oh, um, it just didn't go on the list because I wanted to dunk on Marvel just quickly. Um, oh, Joseph, baby, baby, it was, it was a poor film. It was boring. It was rubbish. It was Kang was rubbish in it. Anyway, I thought number Kang ten was quite good in it, but they didn't use them properly. But anyway, um, anyway, number ten, Five Nights at Freddy's. It was there. 
Uh, Bruh! What, what films, films have, have you, you seen? seen? <laughs> what on earth is going on? Okay. I haven't seen a lot of films. I've watched more games and TV. Uh, coming in at number nine, Oppenheimer. Nine? That's a yes. fucking... That's a jump from ten to nine. That's oh, a, a big jump. There's a, jump. there's a big jump. Okay, so like, so eleven and ten are really close, and then the distance between ten and nine is like I don't know Glasgow to the South Pole. Um, that's the right. distance there. So n- number nine, Oppenheimer. Number eight, Guards of the Galaxy Volume Three. Number seven, The Killer. Uh, and number six, all of the uh, Roald Dahl, Henry Sugar's um, wonderful story of Henry Sugar, The Rat Catcher, all of those gorgeous little Roald Dahl films uh, are in at number six for me. So, could you give me your list one more time just to write them down? So, you had so, Ant Man. At... No, that was 11. Yeah, yeah. we're not counting that one. So, uh, so five we've got five, five Nights at Freddy's at right. uh, number 10. Uh, number nine, Oppenheimer. Right. Number eight, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right. Number seven, The Killer. Right. Number six, uh, the wonderful world, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar slash the Roald Dahl mm. shorts. Again, um, you're, you're a fucking one for trying to get these fucking shorts on. Like, I don't know why I'm accepting them, but again, you're struggling with seeing ten films at the best of times, so I'm going to it's just, them. I, I only like watching films that I think I'll enjoy, and I'm... I, I just don't have a lot of time. It's just it's, the, it's these young kids with their attention spans it's, again. It's, you know, it's, do you know what the like thing is, I, right? I don't want to do this to you, Ben, right? But I, I, I feel as if we're going to, need to take this young Monica away because I've just worked with college children and they're all like fucking eighteen, and you don't realize how old you are until you work with eighteen-year-olds. Because oh, no, my I'm... fuck, like <laughs> I, I, I have never. Mate, they... I did, I did an audition last week, and it was like to play like a, a teenager, and I'm yeah. standing there almost thirty in the room, yeah. and everyone else is, yeah, we've just graduated and we're yeah. twenty-two, and I'm like, ugh. Mate, <laughs> they they called me the fun uncle. I know I am at that age, but it's devastating to hear. When I'm just like, oh, they look at me like I'm an old man. Old now, boys. But I am. Um, right. That's. I, I must. Like, you never let me down, Boone. Like, that's a very interesting list. Like, wow. Uh, <laughs> Craig, let's move on to you, mate. What What are your top or your bottom of your top ten? Yeah. I mean, I've got. A f- I've seen a few more films than Joseph. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I've got. I've got a couple honourable mentions just to go through yeah. straight away. Um, some movies that were fun that surprised me Dungeons and Dragons uh, nice. that surprised me uh, Totally Killer which was essentially a cross between Back to the Future and a slasher film wow. and it was really really good it, it was surprisingly good so Amazon Prime check it out so yeah those two John Wick 4 again it just missed out it, it was in there for a little bit um, and Killers of the Flower Moon yes that is not in my top 10 uh, I didn't like it enough fucking long like man I, yeah it was just a bit too long I didn't like it enough I'm afraid someone so, needs to rein Martin Scorsese and his eyebrows in because like <laughs> he's making films that are far too long hey I'll tell him something like, he's, he's, he's worked hard all these days if this is what he wants today fucking fill your boots right, but hey, it's not yeah. impre- it's not it's not impressing Andy it's not like I'm like mate I had to I had to go and get mate, I had to go mate, get more I had to leave and get more juice it was that <laughs> fucking long <laughs> Mate, Scorsese's going to be sitting in his Andy. Malibu mansion, listening to the with mates, going, "Fuck, oh, Andy, Andy's not happy with my films, man." As long as he, as <laughs> long as he follows me, no as long as he follows me back on Letterboxd, I'll be happy. Um, so go on then, Craig. Right. Give us your, give us your ten. Okay, now, uh, two films that I literally watched yesterday and today have made it into my top ten slash top five, uh, and this is one. And th- th- this, uh, this is one of them. Uh, number ten. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yes. Mutant Mayhem. Uh, number nine, Blackberry. 
uh, great film stars Glenn Howerton of as always sunny uh, playing uh, that he's a, he's really really good in it. Uh, I I thought Oscar worthy nomination wise but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um number 8 Tetris. Again it was on Apple uh, TV at Tarn Egerton. It's the, is this uh, story of was um, that this year. It, yeah, it was yeah. this year. It started mm-hmm. this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that uh, yeah that that got the the nod from me. Really good film. I love it based on a true story film, as you know, Tetris. Good film. Yeah. Um, and I I'm I know I gave him stick a minute ago, but yeah, number seven, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar has made it into my. <laughs> now I I don't tend to like Wes Anderson stuff. It's not doesn't really it isn't really my thing. Yeah. But I will I will ha- put my hands up and say. I put that on because because I, I obviously when I was a kid I obviously was used to read Rodal stuff and all all these things. Um, I put that on the TV and literally I didn't move for forty five minutes. I I didn't move. I I I was glued to that screen mm. um, for the whole time and it really engrossed me. It was a great great film, um, short film whatever you want to call it. I'm so yeah number yeah number seven number six Barbie. Nice and that yeah that's my top uh, ten to six. These lists are going to be interesting. Because even mm-hmm. just looking at them, like there's films there that I've not even fucking watched. So, my number 10 is Mission Impossible. Or sorry, I'll do my I'll do my honourable mentions. So the ones that just missed out. Wonka just missed out. Oh! And, um, I know. And The Killer just missed out. I only watched that last night. And it is really, really good. But I, 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 I couldn't put it in. I felt as if it's maybe recency bias as well. Where I was like, I don't know if I can I can include it, but it is very very good, and I would recommend that people uh, go out and watch it. But yes, my number ten is Mission Impossible. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that film. Um, big thing for me randomly was the score. I thought the score was fucking great. There was points in time when I was watching it in the cinema, I was like, the fucking music in this is really good, and I don't normally do that, so I was like, yeah, that was good. Uh, number nine is Oppenheimer. Uh, I have it fairly low on my list because I believe there is a big part of it being an event movie in my eyes. Like, I've never been in the, the IMAX where it was as busy as that. We went on a Thursday night and it was packed. So I feel as if, like, don't get me wrong, like, performances and stuff, but I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But my number nine is Oppenheimer. Uh, my number eight is Dungeons and Dragons. I thoroughly enjoyed that film. I thought that was great fucking great. Yeah. Laughed so fucking much. Fat Dragon and all. Brilliant. Like, I genuinely feel as if that might be my comedy of the year. It's not a comedy, but I fucking laughed more than probably any other film. So yes, my mm-hmm. number three is D&D. Uh, my number seven is the Hunger Games movie. I oh. thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was really well acted. Uh, I went and seen it with my girlfriend, and when we came out, we, we started chatting about it, and the more we ch- talked about it, I was like, I fucking really like that film. Like, that's really good. So yeah, Hunger Games did not think it would make my list, but there you go. And my number six is Barbie. Again, really enjoyed it, but I feel as if, for me, there was a big event of, are you going to go see Barbie? Are you going to go see Oppenheimer? Are you going to go see blah, 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 blah. However, the reason that that's maybe, like, however many places, what, two or three above Oppenheimer is, I feel as if I can rewatch Barbie, and it'll be fun, and it'll be funny. I'll laugh and I'll enjoy the music, but Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer's long baby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, True. that is my five through, or sorry, my ten through six. 
So, Baby Boon, we're coming back to you, mate. Your top five. What is your number so, five? Uh, in my fifth spot, Wait, we What have... I will say is, if someone picks something that is higher on your list, let us know, and we will wait mm. until we get to the highest position to kind of talk about it so that we can... Okay. Everybody can talk about it fresh rather than one person going on or not. I, I do realise I forgot to do my honourable mentions as well. Uh, shout out to uh, The Martian starring Matt Damon. I watched that multiple times again this year. It's a uh, fucking great movie. It's a great film. Such a good film. <laughs> shout out to The Martian. Uh, so coming in at number five for me uh, was The Creator, um, the, the sci-fi film um which I picked for the uh, the movie draft podcast we did a while ago. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Um, it was a fresh take on like a sci-fi adventure. Um, the acting in it, I thought, from every part was it was very very solid. And the child actor that plays the um, one of the main characters slash MacGuffin was actually very well acted considering how young the child was um i love the take on like androids and augmented uh, or um artificial intelligence that they did uh there is there was a so spoilers for the film uh there was a there's a plot point in it where uh, a character dies and they need someone needs the information that character does so what they do is they upload their remaining brainwaves into a robot and that's a really good way of like resurrecting a character for a brief moment to get the plot point they need uh, the score was gorgeous the cgi integration with um the live action shots it was it was flawless it was buttery smooth um and it was a bright like color wise film like you could see what was happening in the nighttime shots. You could see what was it, it was. It was like the the color grading to it felt very similar to like Lord of the Rings, where you could actually make out what was going on, and it wasn't like your new age twenty first century. Everything's dark, um, and I think the the plot overall was was very solid. It would knit together very well, and I just I just loved it. It was good. It was a really good film. I agree. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it only had an eighty million dollar budget as well, so like, mm -hmm. I know that's a lot of money, but in terms of like Hollywood sci-fi movies, it's not. Like when you consider you've got all like fucking Indiana Jones was what nearly two hundred fifty, three hundred million. Ooh, oh boy, less said, less said about that the better. But yeah, um, I thoroughly enjoyed the creator. I thought it was really good. I'm a big fan of um, David James Washington. I think he's a fantastic actor. I always kind of look forward to seeing. Uh, his movies and stuff like that so yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it it it, it just didn't quite make my list like it, it, it would have been in that kind of bottom like 12 13 a position where it was it was mm -hmm. um it was just outside but i, th I thoroughly enjoyed it I thought it was a really good film mm -hmm. yeah. craig you're up number five number five you've already mentioned it it is wonka Wonka, yeah, I, 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 um, I thoroughly enjoyed Wonka. Um, it had the the classic Paddington film feel to me. It's the same guys, obviously, same writer, same director, and it had that feel um, that those films kind of give you. It's just a really, really nice time in the cinema, and it's something that everyone can go and see. I'm actually going to go and see it again. Nice. Um, uh, I think this weekend. So yeah, I, I would thoroughly recommend going to see it. I thought. I I personally think Timothy Chalamet was a little bit miscast. I don't. Ooh, I really? didn't. I I didn't like him that much. I thought he did a very very good job 
He did a very competent performance. He gave the right notes to Gene Wilder. I thought he did very well on that front. Yeah. But if I think there was better actors out there that could have done it better than him. But I'm not. I think he did a fine job. But everyone else, the ensemble cast, fantastic. Olivia Coleman, Keegan Michael Keane. Um, all, all of these people were 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 absolutely brilliant, and I loved the story. And thought it was a really cool like, cool take on his origin story that we haven't really seen before. Um, and a really good idea for for, for a film. So yeah, uh, really good. Out of interest, who would you who would you, who would you have cast? That's a really good question. I uh, there was talk of the guy from the Bear being the the six the natural uh, successor no, to I it. I feel that's because he, 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 he somewhat yeah. looks like him. The, I, I, the only I, I, genre I, I, I couldn't, he can I couldn't play. Say, the only things he can play is like him being a character in Chicago getting fucked over. That's the only role he's allowed to play. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> a, he, he's about to come out in a wee film called The Iron Claw that looks fucking mm-hmm. well oh, good. Yeah. Him and mm-hmm. Zac Efron, that looks really good. Yeah. Um, it's a good choice. As I say, it just missed out in my top 10. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Again, I feel as if I was trying to kind of go against recency bias because I was like, as much as I came out that film and I was like, oh, that was really good, I feel as if there's been other films where I've been like, more talkative about it if that makes sense so my number five is godzilla minus one uh it is fan fucking tastic it is i think the reason i enjoyed this film so much is because it's a genre that i feel as if they've been trying to get right for however many years we've had umpteen kongs obviously there's a Kong versus Godzilla fucking part three or something coming out this year where Kong's got a metal arm and, and, and all this kind of stuff. Whereas like this one, it's subtitled, it's Japanese. Uh, I went to see it in 4DX. So my chair was moving and stuff. I don't know if that like actually helped my experience because it was mental. It was really well done. It was very believable, as mental as what Godzilla can do and stuff like that. But it had a very... It had a very old school feel to it. Even the way that Godzilla moved and looked, it felt like that classic. Like, see, I don't know if any of you went to the the showcase cinema in Coat Bridge. No, so it was very retro, and it had like the old school like King Kong posters and Godzilla posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's very like very nostalgic, and this is what this film f- kind of felt to me. And they had that that old school Godzilla music that. Bum, 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 bum. and i was just waiting for the no the 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 hip-hop version for that boom, 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 boom. i was waiting for that to kick in and it never did so it just had this like really old nostalgia feel but yeah like to me if you get the chance to watch godzilla minus one it's fucking fantastic and if you get the chance to see it in the cinema definitely see it in the biggest screen possible because it's it's utterly brilliant fantastic Joseph, you're up next, baby. What's your number four? So, you guys have already mentioned it. Uh, Barbie. Barbie's in my top four. Uh, it was just such a feel-good film. Um, I, in, in parts, and then other parts, was like, oh shit, things are really awful for yeah. like, and like I, I, I can't fully speak about the the intricacies and the social commentary of it because I don't feel I have a platform to stand on it. Being a a white man who knows fuck all. Fuck it, um, man. We'll try. But it's I like it was wonderful to me. See, I'm I'm kind of like ranking my films as like cinema experience as well. And there was something utterly magical about sitting in a cinema and when what's her face who played ugly, ugly Betty uh, did that gorgeous monologue about what it's like to be a woman in the 21st century. Yeah. I felt the audience divide in that moment. I felt every woman in or like anyone who associates um, or like identifies as that uh, in the audience go. Fuck yeah, 
no, yeah, you're right. It is shit. It's horrible. And I felt everyone on the other side of that go, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, dear. And I, I, it was gorgeous feeling an audience react that way. Also, like, Margot Robbie knocked it out the park as per usual. Ryan Gosling was there having the time of his goddamn life. That film was, to quote the film itself, sublime. It was. It was a great film. Again, I feel as if there was. It's. It's a. It's a fun thing to look back on, where you would be like, Barbenheimer was like an event. Like you. You. You were like, are we going to see Barbie first? Are we going to go see Oppenheimer first? To me, I thought the casting and the the even like the John Cena cameo as Mermaid Ken was genius. Very very <laughs> funny. Uh, Ryan Gosling for me was the standout. I thought he was fantastic. Obviously Margot Robbie, <laughs> as you say, that monologue from America Ferreira unreal my only thing about it and i've had people kind of say to me it's kind of the point where i was like i shouldn't be coming out the barbie film saying the best thing about it's ken but then like people were like maybe that was actually like a thing like oh ken's taken and i was like well yeah but i'm just going like ken just made me laugh more like i just enjoyed ken like i'm not i'm not thinking too deep on this guys but as you say like it did hit on some really like deep moments and like that poignant moment where spoilers if you haven't seen it but where have you been because everybody's seen it uh, where Margot Robbie's Barbie talks to Matilda's mum. Mm-hmm. God forbid I don't know her name, but yeah, Matilda's mum. That was like a really lovely moment. Uh, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, the song was everywhere that, watch me, there! It was in every single panto up and down the UK, including ours. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> Barbie. thought it was great. I need to rewatch it, actually. Oh no, wait, do you know my only, one last thing I'm going to say on Barbie? Maybe it's my prejudice against Will Ferrell because I'm not a big fan of him. Pointless being in that film. The 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 the, yeah. the 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 chase scene and all that stuff fucking didn't need to be in that film. Like didn't need to be in it. Like bye bye. Mm. Bye. Yeah. yeah the, 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 my my two gripes about the film were Will Ferrell and I didn't like how the film ended on a punchline. Yeah. I I I thought I thought the when when she speaks to the creator of Barbie. Just end there. It, just end there because yeah. that was i that i genuinely felt incredibly emotional watching that it was stunning great film great film lovely craig we're back to you my friend number four and i literally finished watching this film this morning um so it is going in at number four because it was that good guys um i hope i hope it wasn't recency bias i am prone to that as you both know um <laughs> but um no i thoroughly enjoyed this film and it is on netflix and it is called they cloned tyrone and it came oh it is came, that way um John jimmy Boyega? fox mm-hmm. so it's john Boyega, it's jimmy fox and it's tiona paris who plays monica rambo in in, in the marvels um those three are absolutely brilliant in this film they bounce on each other so well their chemistry is amazing the film is essentially i, I it's really hard to explain it's better you just watch it but my one line to describe it would be it's get out on steroids Ooh. essentially Ooh. It, it, it is it is it's got a great theme and message to it but it is very very entertaining jamie fox is absolutely hilarious in it he's did really you, really good did you watch this specifically because we were doing this list or did you just happen to come across it? It, 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 it was a film that... Because it's been out since July. Yeah. And it, I, I, it's a film that has been on my watch list for, like, the whole year. Yeah. And I was thinking, if, I, if I'm doing this top 10, I need to watch this before I, before I come on. Because I, I want to know if it was 
going to make it in my top 10 and it definitely has it's, it's easily slotted in at number four but yeah highly recommend it go and check it it's very entertaining and it's got a really good message to it as well get out on steroids essentially is my my one sentence review on it i'll definitely need to check that out um my i can't even give anything because i've not seen it uh, my number four is john wick four i love these <laughs> movies i fucking adore these films they are so much fun the whole gun foo thing is utterly fantastic and they go off on this film they they take it to the nth degree yeah. with how over the top it's got some of the best like the 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 driving scene uh around the roundabout in france fucking hilarious there's a bit where no word of a lie john wick falls down the stairs for <laughs> three minutes solid just falls downstairs and then has to it's it, it was a video game like everybody talks about video game movies this isn't a video game adaptation this is a movie that is just like i've played this video game where mm. it gets to the top of the stairs he gets knocked all the way back down and like it's just like all the villains have regenerated and now he needs to fight his way back up to the top of the stairs i think keanu reeves is fantastic it's the cheesiest of acting but there's like some moments where I was pissing myself laughing. There was moments where I was like in awe of the the fight choreography and the gun work and the the, the some of the deaths in it are fucking brutal. John Wick, the John Wick Four quadrilogy, I guess you're going to have to call it. To me, is some of the best and more most fun uh, movie making and movie watching experiences than anything else that I've seen. I adore John Wick Four, and it is in my top five sitting at number four baby boon we're in the top three what gets your bronze medal so that my top three are so close together and i've been going back and forth on the order of this yeah and i if i could put all three of these at one no i would no but i can't so coming in at number three for me is dungeons and dragons honor because i'm so glad we get to talk about this because I, we have already talked about this, Andrew. If Again, though. Listen, listen to our podcast on yeah. it. Uh, we spoke about Dungeons and Dragons when it came out. It was gorgeous. It was so good that I was voice noting you immediately after coming yeah, out of the yeah, cinema. Yeah, um, as as someone who has played um, Dungeons and Dragons for pretty much half his life, um, it it hit everything, every single mark that D and D is to me, and it it genuinely did feel like these people had been friends for like it felt like the actors themselves got the game it felt like the production got the game the director got the game and it was it was a perfect balance of um for me like oh i know that thing i know what that thing means yeah. in universe or like that's a great bit of action the choreography was beautiful the sound was gorgeous you had wonderful unexpected cameos in it for like what's his fuck so playing Channing Tatum or no uh, no it was it was a rocket raccoon oh Bradley Cooper so it was yeah, yeah. Bradley yeah, Cooper yeah, yeah, was yeah. in it oh, for yeah. like no reason at all other than just to be there um like Chris Pine who who'd have thought Chris Pine well done yeah L look at look at you Chris Pine you're there uh like um Justice Smith did a, a stellar job and of course Hugh Grant was there having just such a wonderful time. He's just having a great time, isn't he? Hugh Grant it, it, is having a renaissance, and I am here for it. Renaissance, indeed. Like uh, it's it, it yeah. It, it was it was a. I think 
as as an experience if that felt like a movie experience for me where a lot of people were like there for Oppenheimer and Barbie as like a big movie experience the D&D film was that for me this year and um I could have easily as soon as those credits rolled walked into the next showing of it yeah <laughs> I think for me this was like my biggest surprise like I, I like I'd yeah, seen the too. trailers and I thought oh that looks all right that looks I'll go see that and then when I went to see it I was like this is really fun it's really well written mm-hmm. it's really funny uh, the jokes hat the 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 lore and stuff like again it was one of these films where i didn't know i've never played D and I, I, I know it vaguely but like i was going i guarantee that there's a lot of mythos that this is this is hitting that people that do play that kind of stuff will get but yeah for me like i didn't expect this to be anywhere near as good as it was and that's obviously it's made my top 10 it's sitting at my number uh my number eight but yeah there was so much fun in this and it was such a, a, a an easy and fun watch for me um so yeah i'm i'm glad i'm glad it's kind of made it on two of our lists like when when you have got when you've got a dragon that pops up halfway through the, through the film and his name is thember chode yeah and he's a big fat dragon big that's fat hilarious dragon. He's, not I don't, big, I don't he's not a big fat dragon he's a wee fat dragon he's a wee fat dragon he's a wee fat dragon, a wee fat dragon. A wee fat dragon. i fucking like, love it great film uh what did you think of it craig just out of uh, yeah i mean as i said in my honorable mentions it only just misses out for me in, in my top 10 i would say uh, and yeah as andrew said it, it was probably my surprise of the year as well in terms of film yeah. i would say that it, i i i I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did because I'm not. It's not really my thing, Dungeons and Dragons. I've never really done it before, um, but I, I'd heard good things about it. And yeah, when I went to go and see it, and yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really entertaining. It's nice to just be surprised now and again. But I had that last year with Violet Night. That was my surprise of the year last year. Similar kind of thing. It's a fun action film, and yeah, the characters were great, and that, yeah, the story was good. Hugh Grant, amazing. <laughs> and for Love for it. for both of you, and just for my my own warming my heart does it make you interested in playing the actual game this is not a leading question um i think at the time i'm pretty sure on the podcast when we reviewed it i says i'd be game i still think i'm game but like mm. i think i think that moment that that time has not come and gone but like i can remember when i watched the film and i was like oh this would be fun like to do but i do mm. i've said that to you in the past i feel it feels oh, yeah. it would be a fun time to play I feel as if though that is, is that not a game where it's like, right, we need six hours. You need like yeah, four like three to four hours. Yeah. like of time and with yeah, <laughs> how busy everyone is. That's my not possible. my arm is easy twisted, Boone. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> Craig, you are up next. You're number three. Number three. You've already said it, boys, and you both put it at number nine, which I was very confused about. But never mind. Oppenheimer is my number three. Mm. I, I I really enjoyed this as a film experience. I thought it was a great film in terms of you know what, doing what Christopher Nolan does, the practical effects. Fucking hell, that man is a genius and a psychopath. I mean, I, I don't I, I don't understand how he does it. it. It's incredible. I also thought the performances in particular. I've been a fan of. Killian Murphy for years, years and years and years. He, ever since Batman Begins, I think was maybe the first thing I saw him, and um, I think he's a fa- one of the best actors we've got right now, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives it. He gives his probably. I'm going to call it Oscar-winning performance. I think in, in this film, I think he's fantastic. Um, I thought Robert Downey Jr. once again just showing everyone nah, I can still act, lads. You know, I've been. I may have been in these big money films, but hey, I'm still here. Um, and he does he does a cracking supporting role performance again, probably going to maybe win, if not be high up there for the nominations. Um, and Emily Blunt, 
people have been whinging about her getting nominated for that performance, but I, I've, I've I think I, she was the best performance in she, that film. She, she gave well, that one scene in that um, in the room where they're getting interrogated, and she that that one scene was fantastic. That was probably the best performance of the film, as you saw, yeah. as you say, Joseph. Um, so yeah, I, I I really loved it, and, it, and it, obviously it, it, you come out of it thinking, God, we're all doomed. But you know, it, it's it, it's um, yeah, I, I, as a as a film fantastic experience i saw it on imax and it was great i saw barbie in the same day and um, glad i saw barbie second <laughs> but but yeah it, it, it was a great day uh to be at the cinema yeah i i felt agree. I, I feel as if that film is very much it's a performance film it's a an awe of 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 chris nolan and stuff for me i'd love to see chris nolan go back to action my favorite chris nolan film is inception i'd love to see him do more kind of action stuff there's rumors that he might be interested in doing a certain James Bond movie, which I would fucking adore. But yeah, like to me, I think you've hit the nail on the head with um, Craig. The the performances are the standout: Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., uh, even fucking what's his name? Did you say his name? Your man. It was in all like the fucking nineties rom com movies. Oh, um, oh, I completely forgotten his name. Yeah. Oh, so, Josh, Josh Hartnett. Josh yeah, Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was good as well. Yeah, yeah I was right. just, I was, I was sitting there going, "That's that guy. Fuck, he's really good." And it just shows you, it's like you do, you do kind of get bottlenecked into these like typecast stuff. Obviously, Matt Damon is great. Like, uh, there, oh, there's oh, no yeah, Matt Damon. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, sure, there's nobody in this film that you go, you were kind of weak. Even like the smaller roles, like Jason Clark had. Like Kenneth Branagh's in it for such a short amount uh, of time, but he's mm, great. Jack Quaid, would like yeah, Jack, Jack Quaid, Quaid like, yeah. It, Fucking Oscar winner, um, fucking what's his name? Uh, why can't I think his name? Played fucking Freddie Freddie Mercury, Rami Malek. Rami yeah. Malek. Oh, yeah. he's in it. He's, he's in it for like five minutes. Line. Yeah, he's in it for like five minutes. He even had like Josh Peck from Drake <laughs> and Josh. Like yeah. it was such a yeah. random, uh, amalgamation of like all these cast members. Where I was going, oh, I know you. Oh, I know you. Oh, you're all really good. You're fucking killing this. So yeah, it's a. Fantastic film. The only thing that kind of went against me and why it's maybe a lot lower on my list is just this rewatchability. I feel as if it was like a one and done, and and to me, I I like the idea of being able to to, to rewatch movies and stuff. Um, my number three, or is there anything else we want to talk about? Well, I was just going to say it's really good that Chris Nolan gave um history teachers another film to put on when they're hungover. <sighs> Fuck yeah, good point. <laughs> Uh, also, a big shout out to the score. The score's fucking unreal as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The score's yeah, phenomenal. Absolutely score. incredible. Uh, my number three is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I yeah. love this film. I had so really much good. fun. It's what the Turtles needed to do. They've actually cast young ca- young actors, teenagers. The, the, the rest of the cast is absolutely stacked. You've got fucking Ice Cube, John Cena, Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Chan, Paul Rudd, uh, Hannibal Buress. Like, it's stacked. And for me, the, the best part, obviously, was Paul Rudd. I thought Paul Rudd as <laughs> Mondo mm-hmm. Gecko was so fucking funny. And my highlight of the movie was probably when uh, Jackie Chan's Splinter does the jackie chan shit in the in the movie like like yeah when you watch rush hour and you see the behind the scenes of when like jackie chan would do his own stunts and stuff i was going they've literally made splinter do jackie chan like jackie chan mm-hmm. is voicing splinter but splinter is doing jackie chan and the teenage mutant it was so good it was so funny um 
the animation style was grotesque, which I loved. It was so ugly. The the the, the it, that feels right for because like no, the I original agree. Turtles cartoon was like it was grimy. Yeah, it was like they're living in a sewer eating pizza. I agree. It felt great. <laughs> I agree, and it's like that's and I say grotesque with the best intentions. It was so ugly, but it worked, and it and it gave it this like a uh, individual kind of originality that 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 you're seeing a lot of people trying to copy this idea of um like the spider-man movies and 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 how they're kind of doing like this different style of animation a wee shout out to puss and boots which technically came out last year but i seen it this year it has the yeah. same kind of animation style where it's mm-hmm. it's 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 almost like grainy and comic booky and and it just looks very different but to me teenage mutant ninja turtles was so much fun it's an easy watch i think it's like 90 minutes it's 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 brilliant and we are getting tv spin-offs and uh, another movie uh, obviously teased what was to come at yes. the end of the film mm-hmm. fucking great teaser where i was just like ah uh, like i'm not that big a turtles fan but i know turtles enough that that i know yeah what's coming and stuff and i lost my shit that tease was so fucking good <laughs> like, like dude with, with this film i was i must confess i forgot this came out last year i would have put it on my list i would have scrubbed creator off of that and put teenage mutant into turtles there you would do um, that fucking it's not too late man <laughs> like, oh no, like six, yeah. i i would i would i would pop that on um but oh, yeah, yeah like Fuck! I love I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and this film hits every single point yeah, for that. Right. And right. I cannot wait for what is to come. Same. I know, like I, 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 I was um like this was my childhood. I, I love this show. I love the original cartoon when I was younger. I, I watched it religiously, um, and I, I'm surprised it took me till yesterday. It was was it yesterday or the day before? A couple of days before uh, to actually watch the film. Um, mm. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know why it took me so long to watch it, but uh, I, I was so surprised. I was so surprised at how good it was. And my, my biggest takeaway from it was how it I, I, know, I know I can't believe I'm saying this as an old fud, but but like um, how fud. it updated I mean, it. For the American listeners, a fud is a vagina. Like that's just a a lovely descriptive word in Scotland for a vagina, and it's spelled yeah. F-U-D-D. Like yeah. like the is is that not a beer? And like is it Shelbyville? Yeah, fud, fud, fud in Shelbyville. Duff and Springfield and fud and uh, Shelbyville. Uh-huh. Yeah, classic Scottish phrase, that guys. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah. What my biggest takeaway was that they updated it so well, like 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 they made mm-hmm. it for like a modern mm-hmm. audience, and yeah. but they did it so so well. Like, it wasn't it, like it wasn't cringy or ham fisted, yeah, or like yeah. it, it was like it just felt because like you know the the turtles were created in a time where everyone in the nineties needed to have a catchphrase, and like mm-hmm. they did sick ollies on Turtle our power. skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> but there was there was also like we subtle like um like what would you call it like pop culture references as well yeah where like they but were talking it, but about it wasn't like, being over the head about yeah it. It but it was like, like they were talking yeah. about old movies and stuff and it's like oh no that's us we are old now but it wasn't like like just for fucking like was it gen z whatever fucking rats fucking whatever generation you're the, the the young cunts the young people uh but it was enough for me to go ha we are old but i'm enjoying this yeah, fucking love to. I'm, I'm, I might watch that tonight. I'm not gonna lie. Fucking yeah, I think love I might it. watch it tonight. Yeah, so I think I might watch it, man. It's a fucking great movie. Uh, Joseph, we're back to you. What narrowly misses out 
on the Iceman's top spot. So this was my top spot. Ooh. Until half past eight last night. Wow. My second to last well my, my, my second spot is the utterly amazing middle film of this animated trilogy spider-man across the spider-verse that is my second spot oh dear okay right come on then (laughs) um i i love this film i love this film it was it was brilliant i fucking jason schwartzman as the spot what more could you want fantastic it like there was there was i think it was a perfect leg up from i just realized have we got this and have you like yeah we're not going to wait oh uh, yeah oh okay yeah i just realized there um i'll go next well hang on hang on on. i I, i'm gonna go out a limb and say me and andrew have the same two and one no we don't no you're gonna put it one you're gonna put it one spidey's my number two Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about Spidey next. Uh, so what is your... Spidey's your number two. What's your number two, Kirk? My number two is Guardians, volume three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know I... you liked plain, unbuttered toast. Don't. don't Boone, you fucked up <laughs> earlier with the fucking Spider-Man PS5 take. Don't fuck up here. I, 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 I mean, we'll talk about it now. Are we talking about Guardians now? Are we going to go for it now? Me and let's, me let's... Let's talk about Spidey now, just because Joseph already kind of started that, yeah, and, it, okay. and it's going to make right. sense. So, Joseph, uh, sorry I interrupted, mate. You crack on. Yeah, um, it's it's got a fantastic cast. Uh, again, like you've got your Jake Johnson coming back as Peter B. Parker, steals scenes beautifully. Uh, Shemek Moore as Miles Morales just kills it a second time around. Um, I forget that Haley Steinfeld is also uh, like Pink Hawkeye or. Oh yeah, what um, her name is. Uh, yeah, like, she, Kate Bishop. Like, okay. The 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 entire Gwen Stacy storyline in Across the Spider Verse is nothing short of a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you that's that's excluding all of the multiversal stuff, which you know we used to be big fans of here until um, still am, still know, am, hands up, still am. Yeah. Like Renaissance Vulture. I never knew I needed Renaissance Vulture in my life. <laughs> Do you know the best bit is what I've realised, right? Is like you're talking about stuff. You've talked about like the first five minutes of this film and it's already like fucking un- unreal and you've yeah, not even got into anything. And hits and hits. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. Um like all like even some of like the, the poorer moments, like the entire Spidey verse pointing at each other, that still hits yeah. really well. It land and then like the fact that you're sitting in there and you're like two hours and a half in you're like fuck this film's still not ending what's going to happen and it ends it on a cliffhanger yeah Yeah. oh damn what a film like it only went from strength to strength that film yeah I mean I can't I can't really say much more than Joseph said I'm going to keep my opinion on it very simple if we keep going the way we're going with a third film coming out this will be the greatest Spider-Man trilogy of all time I'll go, one, I'll go one further. I think it's got fucking legs to be the greatest trilogy ever. Like, when you... Yeah. If you put up... Like, you go... It's, for me, its main competition is maybe Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But even if you mm-hmm. go the original Star Wars trilogy, I prefer the first Spider-Man to A New Hope. Yep. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Well, you've, you've got Dark Knight is the Dark Knight trilogy, of course, as well. I'd rather um, watch the first one than Batman Begins. And if three lands like, mate, like two, Dark, Dark two, Knight trilogy does not hold a candle to Spider Verse. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, think it's, you're right. I can guarantee it's in the conversation. Whether that whether you do or you don't is, is entirely up to, to to opinions and stuff. To me, it, 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 it picks up exactly where the last one left off. The animation style is fucking fantastic. I love that they have different looks for different characters as you say the renaissance vulture how gwen's uh, world is also like very like it's like pastel blue and, and watercolor yeah watercolor and stuff and... when she's sad but then when she embraces her dad and it gets all warmer and oranges and, and yellows and stuff gorgeous the the story with miles trying to figure out whether he wants to tell his mom and dad i fucking clocked the twist at the end straight away where i was like it's not going to be like when they talk about this, but like the DNA and all that stuff. I thought fucking um, Oscar Isaac as Spider Man twenty ninety nine was was great. He, 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 he balanced that line between mm. villain evil, like evil evil villain, and he's doing what's right for for the to save the universe so well. The mm. the the countless uh, Easter eggs and cameos. The one with Donald Glover unbelievable like it was him that, that that miles morales was actually based on because uh the writer saw community. and community and then he made he's <clears> like oh that's great and now the fact that he's technically prowler in this but he's also prowler in the live action yeah. spider-man um like I, the the music the fucking like everything about this film is utterly fantastic and it pains me you have no <laughs> idea how much this but look, I'll tilt my camera up that's all my Spider-Man stuff that I got for Christmas it pains me that this isn't my number one and I'll explain why when we get to number one but like it's, it, it's utterly fantastic and I am devastated that the strikes have caused us to have to wait till 2025 to see this third part it was supposed to be out in June and we're not getting it until next year. It's and I'm gonna be worth it, though. God, it is. It's going to be worth it, and we do get a really good film coming out this summer uh, to do with Marvel and multiverse and all that stuff. So I'll be my my thirst will be quenched. But that first film for me was such a surprise at how good it was that the second film was an event where I was like, right, lads, IMAX, we're going day one. We fucking need to see it. And now this final part is arguably one of my most like this is up there with like mm. infinity wars and end games where i'm like i need to be here at the earliest showing and i'm really hoping mm-hmm. that the cinema might do a wee triple feature and i will be there for all three. Oh, i would be up for that yeah I'd if they do a triple feature i will i will be there and that'll be a it'll be a long nine hours boys but it'll be a fun nine hours i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> so we obviously know what mine and craig's are so we'll go to joseph's because i don't know yeah. what his is. I, I I think I know what it's going to be based. I I think I know knowing Joseph, and knowing mm. animation, and knowing yeah. Studio Ghibli. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I think I've, I think I've got an educated guess of what it's going to be. On you go, Joseph. Uh, my top spot is the newest masterpiece from Studio Ghibli, The Boy and the Heron. Yeah. It's. I I watched and I am fully taking into recency bias here because. I watched it last night, mm-hmm. and in in the in the English dub, and it was masterful. It was 
some of the most gorgeous cinematography I saw in the last year. Um, it, it it had the thing that marvels me about Studio Ghibli is how there is nothing that goes to waste. There's nothing that overstays its welcome. There's nothing that is uh, underutilized. It was a perfect film. And then when when you look at the the English voice cast, you have got Christian Bale, you've got Dave Bautista, you've got Gemma Chan, you've got Willem Dafoe, you've got Mark fucking Hamill, uh, you've got Florence Pugh, uh, Luca Padovan, and Robert Pattinson, among many other names. Um, oh, Robert, I know what we're talking about now. That's just yes. that's really bad how long yes. that took me to click, but I know what you're talking so, about now. So the, the premise is, uh, it's wartime Japan, I think World War Two, wartime Japan, uh, boy and his father move away to a country estate and there's some freaky spooky going on with like a, a spiritual tower and Robert Pattinson plays a heron and does the weirdest, croakiest, uh, strained voice that you're, and you're sitting there going, that doesn't sound like him, but I know that's that little sparkly cunt for twilight and <laughs> you, you can't that's batman joseph that's batman he's a sparkly cunt for twilight and you cannot mate and like <laughs> there the movie was if the movie isn't sold to you there is a spectacular line from christian bale where he says my son is a budgie <laughs> and that is is beautiful the it, uh, I cannot speak more about the film because I would be here for forever. But mm-hmm. the 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 music is minimalistic when it needs to be and swells orchestrally when it deserves it. The colors, the background, the mise en scène of it all is is stunning. The animation details are just horrendously meticulous. Like there's points where like his feet are squelching in the mud, and not only do you hear it, you see the mud ripple. Or there's like a bit where someone cuts a loaf of bread, and the foley, the sound design of it, that is that's not someone making a sound similar to cutting a loaf of bread. That's someone actually in a recording studio cutting a crusty loaf of bread. <laughs> it is crisp. It is it, and the entire premise of the film. It's it's not a big good versus evil. It's not a big um, like statement piece. It's literally um, the the creator Hayao Miyazaki going, no, it's okay for legacies to die. And <coughs> there's there's one there's one little emotional beat right at the end of the film that really sucker punched me. Um, and I if if I didn't go see it with with a bunch of people, I would have walked home entirely silent just thinking about that film because of mm-hmm. how how much of a masterpiece it was i'm gonna i'm gonna go watch this now joseph you've inspired yeah, me to go watch it. I, i'm gonna go watch it the one thing i would say about what i've liked about the, the our list is the the show i've been trying to kind of make a with mates podcast life and it's very difficult because we don't have a lot of crossover yeah. there's, there's maybe four or five films that do but there's not a lot of crossover but there's 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 at least three films now that i need to go watch i need to go watch the old dow stuff i need to go watch the boy heron and the Tyrone, uh, who, who cloned Tyrone. Those are the three that I'll, yeah. I'll need to go watch. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely going to check out the boy in the Heron. Um, so let's let's get on to it. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, I couldn't tell you the last time a movie hit me as emotionally as oh wow this okay. film. I was in 
fucking streams of tears the first time I seen this film. The fact that I cried so fucking hard for an animated raccoon tells me that the the voiceover performance and the writing and the setup over these last three films that James Gunn's done over the Guardians of the Galaxy tells me that that why this movie's special. Um, I went and seen it a second time and cried just as much. Cried at the exact, maybe not as hard, but just at the exact same spots. There was two or three moments where I cried, where it was just devastating. Like it fucking got me, and it's not only sad crying. I was happy crying by the end of it the use of Florence and the Machine's Dog Days Are Over is maybe the best piece of music to what I'm watching. Um, They end it in a way where I was sure that someone or a couple of people were going to snuff it. And they Mm. didn't. And it still felt satisfying that if I never see these characters again, I got a great story and I got a great ending. And it doesn't... it, It showed, like... RDJ hit because like that 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 was right and that felt right in that moment. However, what they did with these characters, it leaves it open to if we get a return. I don't think we will for certain characters. Um, Drax being one of which, I don't think we'll see him again, but we might get others. But I thought they gave us a very good villain that was like pure evil. They gave us a very different Gamora, but we still got to see that chemistry between. Star Star Lord and Gamora, but ultimately it's Rocket's story, and the stuff they give me with those characters when when he's got teeths and floor and fucking um fuck I can't believe I forgot her fucking name she was the one that had Lila Lila like mate I shouldn't give a fuck about these animated Toy Story wannabe fucking bits that have been scraped together and stuck together but oh my god like. I've not watched it since it's come to Disney Plus, and I've actually just recently rewatched the 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 latest movies after Endgame, um, and I'm up to I think I'm up to Quantum Mania, so I've got Guardians three coming up very very soon. The, the 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 only reason that this is above Spidey for me is just how emotional I got watching this. I just thought I was like, and there was another point with Rocket as well when he realizes that he's he is a raccoon from Earth, and I can remember I was like. Him and Quill are essentially brothers. They're from the same plot. Like, I was in bits. <laughs> Fucking great movie. And it's yeah. it's a lovely swan song as well for James. Because James Gunn's obviously now going to DC. So to see him do 1, 2, and 3 after rewatching 2 as well. Like, I've never been a big fan of Guardians 2, but rewatching it, again, emotionally charged. That moment with him and um, Yondu always hits. Guardi- the first Guardians is arguably one of the best um opening films to a series like mm-hmm. like original like first time ever seeing it fantastic and to me it landed the third especially with the controversy where i'm getting sacked and then coming back and all that kind of stuff like i, I fucking loved guardians Lee. yeah i mean i i can't argue with that i can't argue with that at all i, I totally agree with you i think it was a, a very fitting end to the story mm-hmm. i didn't have any complaints really about what happened i thought yeah that yeah i'm, ha- I'm happy i didn't really like think oh, so he should have died or she should have died or yeah. i thought yeah fine yeah cool i, I like what i was given the i i didn't get as emotional as, as yourself andrew about it i i was i kind of more was i was just thoroughly entertained by it yeah i i, I, I really i sat there i was properly entertained from start to finish i laughed 
in in a lot of bits. Um, I was, you know, obviously taken with the Rocket character and finding out his story. That was really, really cool. The hallway fight scene is one of the Thank best you for bringing that up. They, they have done in a Marvel film. It, it was fantastic. They do love fight. a setting of a hallway, don't they? Because like, you've oh. got the Daredevil one and all that kind of stuff. But that, yeah. yeah. And the, the again, the music choices that James Gunn brings to yeah. this, like... Funnily oh, enough, the music in general, yeah. Also, yeah. funnily enough, also in the Super Mario Brothers movie, but that no, uh, no sleep till Brooklyn. But Guardians hit it so much better with that hallway scene. It's so fucking yeah. good. Yeah, and last but not least, that that's probably one of my favourite Marvel villains that we've had. I thought yeah. it was a great performance from him. Really, really good. Very different. Yeah. Very, di- Very like he, different. He, he went down the the genocidal evil route. Whereas, like, you've obviously had people like Thanos where you go, eh, he's kind of got a point. Whereas with him, I'm like, oh, mate, you're awful. Like, you're mm-hmm. awful. We want, we want you to die. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That, yeah, that, that, that was it, yeah. It was. It felt like a very cathartic story for Rocket and, like, yeah. a, a cathartic um, bookend for that character, which is really nice. And it does kind of feel like if we don't see the Guardians again, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I, it, it was lower down my list just because it's it wasn't hitting the sort of beats that i enjoy in films and i i felt kind of cold-hearted now listening to that andrew because i didn't <laughs> we want i was like yep but okay I, I think for me though this is why i love films because it's like it will mm. hit people in different ways and there was maybe stuff like that have happened to me in my life that, that it made me kind of resonate with that like mm. whether it's like making me think of my dog or what, like whatever it was it's like it's like something just hit me where it was just like oh my days i am in tears and it was more I, it, it was the ending, like like when Florence and Machine come on, and they're all just dancing, mm-hmm. and it literally, man, floods. Like I was just like, this is so nice. And as it's it, an it was, ending, I think, and I it's, think it's the best Guardians film, definitely by far. It's the, it's the best one because it rounds out everything so nicely. I could argue one, but I would not fault anyone for saying yeah. three. Fair. The thing for me as well, like it's it's not a movie without faults. I actually think Spider Man is maybe a better made and well-rounded and well-written, a better written film. But those emotional beats, for me, mm-hmm. just just hit, and it, 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 it did feel like an ending. And I think a, a fairer comparison would be maybe when Spider-Man, um, is it through the, through or not, beyond the, beyond the multiverse, or beyond the... Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse mm-hmm. comes out, like, you compare the three that, that way, but, like, to me, like, yeah, Guardians just... I what I spe- what the film did do... Like for me was I didn't I didn't like Star Lord I did not like the character of Star Lord no like I the first Guardians yeah liked him then every other thing he was in I was like I do not like him but three kind of redeemed that for me people have a bad taste in their mouth because he punched Thanos when they nearly had the glove off oh no I I I fully liked that bit yeah. I'm like no that makes sense for the character but yeah. all the other like Guardians 2 and the Christmas special where they steal Kevin Bacon yeah um, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing I loved as well is that you get to see that it, it was like the flirty stuff between him and um, Gamora where mm-hmm. he, he starts flirting with a lassie that, that has to let, free them from the, the bumhole prison that they're in and, mm-hmm. and he's like, I fucking told you it would work, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and you get that cocksure, like, Star-Lord. Nebula, we've not even touched on her. Fantastic in this film again. Karen Gillan fucking doing it for the Scots. She's fantastic. Do you not like Neb? Oh, I love Nebula. I think she's great. I don't I don't like Karen Gillan. I, I, I think she's got very... And this is no offence, though. She's doing a great yeah. job. And hey, she's having a good career. And what we can't really fault on that. But I think she's been very, very fortunate. To, 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 she, she just... 
went went from Doctor Who, where I don't think she was that great. No offense to her. I think she's good in bits, but she's not she's not the best companion. Mm-hmm. And she got lucky with that first role after Doctor Who, and it's just given her this career. I don't think she's that good. But... It's again, it's, it's 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 an argument that you could have because again, though, that you could up until maybe Oppenheimer, I feel like you could say the same about RDJ. Hadn't really done much other than Iron Man. Do you know what I mean? Like these films do go mm. to that point where they become movie stars, like A-listers. To me, I love the 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 story the 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 storyline of Nebula from where she starts to where she. I think the she's arc's got great. The arc's one great, of the yeah. best arcs in Marvel. And I think the reason that this film hit with me hit with me so much more was people like taking shots at the MCU just now, and I'm very protective of it. And a lot of people are saying this the the since Endgame it's been utter shit and I go it's not it's really not and I could happily put this film up against any of the previous uh, phase one and phase two films I could happily put the Spider-Man movie up against any of the phase one and phase two movies even Shang-Chi I think Shang-Chi is great but for this to come after like ant-man that didn't get received so well and there is this kind of like especially with most of the tv series not hitting as well i was just like that's a win it's a win for marvel and it shows that they can still they can still make these movies and it's it's because it's different it's because it's not following like the marvel formula because like james gunn is like fighting to do something different yep and like put his own spin on it and like that's that's what i've been saying that genre needs it just needs a fresh new twist and like yeah volume three fantastic film fantastic gorgeous. film but it's his number seven lads or he's number eight sorry <laughs> yes Craig. Number eight. uh i just want to just finish off by saying why across the Spider-Verse is my number one Go for uh it. just to, just just to be clear that yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Two, my, my guardian guardians was two for me because Spider-Verse was number one for me um for the reasons i said already i think it's going to be one of the best trilogies of all time it's a great film in itself um and i just love the character of Miles Morales and the arc yeah. that he's getting and this whole concept of that he's not meant to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I, I just love it. I love that as a concept that that's his, that's his journey, that's his story, that he's coming to terms with the fact that he wasn't meant to be this person, not destined to be this hero, but yeah. he is. He so is, and he's going to be one of the best, you know, Spider-Men, you know, that's ever been, you know. I, I just love, love that concept. Also, just a wee, a wee quick shout out to go back to the gaming thing. Uh, did we get the Easter egg in the game? Oh, we didn't. We didn't. Oh. Specify, specify. Uh, finish the game. Do everything. What? Oh, right. Complete it. Okay, cool. Yeah, finish the game. Cool. Cool. Oh, lovely. All right. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Find, find all the things. Find all the things okay. for a lovely wee... Uh, a wee... A wee... A wee... Uh, a wee lovely little Easter egg. Um, Boone, I don't know if you're going to play it, but at least maybe uh, YouTube it. Right. But okay. it's, it's very good. Very, very cool. Um, have we got, before I give you our top 10, our combined top 10, which is an interesting list, have we got a hidden gem or a wee, a wee, a wee gem for uh, something that we didn't know was coming out, didn't expect it to be as good as what it was? What are we thinking? Um, a hidden gem that really should have made everyone's top spot is uh, the difference between us. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> No, Genius. I'm blushing. 
<laughs> uh, it should have made everyone's top spot, but no, go watch it. It's it's wonderful and a little bit surreal to see your pals on a tent. Thanks, man. I didn't I didn't know you'd watch. That's awesome. That's Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Missed that missed trick, no making that your number one, I must say. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was really expecting you to have it as your number one, man. That would be a bit self-adult. You see, this film might help, right? This yes, film that I was in. I, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't give your book a shout-out as well, mate. <laughs> book of the year. Well, you didn't talk about it. Books was not on the agenda. Because you know, your boy doesn't that. read. Puts no on the telly. I'm all fucking watching it. Go and get The Rebel of Time, everybody. It's a great book. But yeah, yeah go to um, it. But yeah. Uh, but you know, so my hidden gem of the year is actually a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a TV show I've been banging on about for a while for everyone to watch. Um, it came out this earlier this year. Um, Andrew, this is your perfect show. If I, as I think I said just uh, on the chat that if I could write a show for you, this is what I would write. And it is extraordinary on Disney Plus. It is a fantastic show. It is the most original take on the superhero genre that I've ever seen. It is mm-hmm. essentially. It's essentially. A superhero, a superhero, you know, thing, TV show, film, whatever, crossed with the humour of things like Derry Girls. Nice. Or you know, it is it, it's, it's very British in its humour, but it's got essentially the concept for those who who want to know, um, or, or haven't seen it. Essentially, everyone in the world, it's similar, it's the same world as ours. It's just a, you know, usual usual world. Um, but the conceit is the twist is that everyone at the age of eighteen gets a superpower. Nice. Everyone, everyone, when, oh, when they when, when they turn eighteen, they get a superpower. But this, the main protagonist in in the piece, she doesn't have one, and so she's now twenty five, and it's just not happened for her. And essentially, the whole show is like a metaphor for being in your twenties and not really knowing what direction your life's going in and feeling out of place and all this. It is honestly, it is absolutely hilarious for a start, fantastic, um, very very funny. The humor is amazing, but. There's a lot of heart to it as well. And, it, and what sold it for me, for those who have seen it and for those who are going to see it, the end of the first episode has this heartfelt moment that sold the show for me. I was like, this is going to be amazing. It's it, Because it, it, you always have to have heart. That's what I always say when I'm about writing. If it's funny, it's got to have heart as well to, to be successful. And it's great. Eight episodes, thirty minutes long. That is a fucking binge for old Andy boy. I will. Add Please do, Andrew. You'll love it. You'll yeah, absolutely. I'll love let it. you know what I think. Um, my hidden gem. We've already spoken about it. Was Dungeons and Dragons. I feel as if like I didn't expect that to be anywhere near as good as what it was, and I had such a good time with it. Um, TV wise, I'd maybe say what if. I feel as if I really liked the first season, but the second season, I was like, oh my. Days have used fucking double down on this shit, and I would thoroughly recommend that people go and see it. Um, game wise, Apex Legends, still like it, it's fucking great. Um, right, we'll do our combined top 10 and then we will call it a day. So, this is very, very interesting. Joint 10th is Godzilla, Wonka, and the Creator. Joint 7th is Tyrone, uh, who, Clyde, who cloned Tyrone, and John Wick 4. Joint sixth is Boy and the Heron and the Rolled Dal stuff. Because <laughs> technically, technically that it would have like, been... That, that is the Joseph now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's my bracket. There we go. No, because did you not... Was Henry Sugar not the Rolled Dal stuff? It was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. So it's, no, no, I'm just being... That, that, that is like classic Joseph. Yeah, that's just right. that bit. Uh, 
Number five is D&D. Number four is Oppenheimer. Number three is Barbie. Number two is Guardians of the Galaxy. And number one is Spider-Man. I think I've done this wrong. Yeah, I missed one out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is in instead of Godzilla, Wong King, the creator, and it would come in at seventh. So Tyler, aye, yeah. After Boy and the Hero and rolled out, it was so very difficult. We didn't pick a lot of films mm-hmm. the same. Yeah, it, was, it was a very varied like list. From and it's not even that. It's it, not Brian. other than Spider Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Really, none of them really like were about yeah. the same level. Because yeah. Craig, you had TMNT last, and I had it like yeah. third. So that's yeah. nine points it would get there. So it would it would come after Boy in the Hair and uh, and Roll Dow, and then it would move Tyrone and John Wick down a place. So yeah, that is our combined top ten. That is our individual top ten. Let us know in the comment section what you thought. Who was your favourite? Who would you agree with? Who did you disagree with? Did we miss a movie out that should have been that you go? You absolutely snubbed that film. Did we do an Oscars twenty twenty three? Like are we snubbing movies? Let us know in the comment section. As I say, let us know about games. Let us know about. TV shows, give us your recommendations, let us know what you want us talking on the podcast. Keep your eyes and ears peeled to the social medias. We have got so many podcasts coming out this week. We have, obviously, this one, our top 10 films of last year. We will have our top 10 most anticipated movies for 2024. There is some banging movies coming out next year. Uh, And there'll be a little bonus podcast in there where we look at the results of the 2023 (laughs) fantasy movie draft. The boys wait with bated breath to find out who's the winner and who's the loser and who takes the crown. Uh, Definitely check those out. And as I say, there's plenty of movies, plenty of series coming out. Uh, We've got Invincible coming out in a couple of weeks, I'm pretty sure. So Mm -hmm. we will be back to that week to week. Um, there's lots of movies, lots of TV series, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. We are setting a goal for 2024. We want to get our subscribers, our listeners, our followers. We are setting the goal of 1,000. So make sure you are following us on social media. Make sure you are subscribing on Apple and Spotify. And make sure you're joining in the conversation. We want to get to 1,000 followers, listeners, subscribers, whatever it is. That that kind of basis number. That is our aim for 2024, so make sure you are doing all those things. But before we go, lads, where can the lovely people find you online? Uh, the lovely people can find my silky smooth voice on uh, the Marvel Move app uh, under the X-Men Age of Orca storyline as Iceman. You can also find me uh, cutting around an old oil rig in America Rising 2, Uh by Ottonello, the wonderful Fallout 4 mod. And you can also find me um, lurking under a burnt out uh, wheelie bin, just <laughs> dealing, dealing. Finish the uh, sentence, finish the sentence. Twiglets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> just dealing, dealing twiglets. And Craig, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me in bookstores, uh, hanging about, pointing at my. of time by craig andrew mooney fun time travel adventure as you have alluded to the difference between us is on stv player uh, for all us scottish people it will hopefully be out on more streaming platforms in the uk soon uh if you're in america it is manza.com go check out the difference between us it's a great film it's a nice scottish indie film support that it's very very important um and you can find me on social media on facebook on threads on tiktok it is at craig Andrew Mooney. Love it. If you want to follow me, I'm at and Alpha Gray on all social media platforms. Make sure you are following along on TikTok with Mates Pod, with Mates Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, 
threads we're on them all make sure you're following make sure you're getting involved let us know what you're looking forward to in 2024 and let us know what your favorite stuff was in 2023 thank you very much for listening we love you all but until next time latest on the main chain.